You're here with Andrew and Lindsay on the Bachelorette. Andrew's just having a great time. It's the Bachelorette <laughs> in Amsterdam. They are in Amsterdam. And I feel like they kicked off this episode really quickly this week. Like she sweeps Jed away for that one-on-one like so fast. I know. I just, I really despise Jed. I know. I basically, all my notes are like, Jed is so sleazy. I despise him and I want to punch him in the face. Punch him right in the face. But they go to a chocolate shop, do a boat ride, do a little jig in the street. And then we get to the hard-hitting part of the date, which is when they have, like, their dinner together. Yeah. And her glitter eyeshadow looked fabulous. But then it gets to the conversation part. And Hannah says that she has feelings for multiple people. And Jed responds by saying that he wants to build a foundation for a strong relationship. And then she said, Jed, I'm falling in love with you. Did she say, Jed, I'm falling in love with you? Yes. Yes. Because I thought he said, I love you. Well. Or was that Tyler? He, so then he responded by saying, my heart just fell through the earth. He's such a sleazebag. And I was like, dude. Dude. He's like, my heart just fell to the earth because I had a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend back at home. I have a girlfriend. So. And I ghosted her. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. He's just so sleazy to me now. Like, every time I look at him, I'm like, man. I don't know. I feel like everything he's saying and doing is to promote himself and his music. Yeah, that's sure what it feels like. Like, he's there for himself. He's not there for her. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people on the show that are like that right now. But he does get the date rose. Surprise, surprise. Um, Well, I feel like... Which I have some more things to say about Jed, but I'm going to wait until the end when we're talking about the scenes for the next. But Yeah, it feels like the qualifications for getting a rose consist of a kiss or a make-out session. Like, if you can get a make-out session, then you get a rose. And I think that's got to change, you know? Like, I don't know. So Tyler got the second one-on-one of the evening and my first note was interior design show because he's a carpenter and or contractor carpet whatever he is he does construction yeah and she is into interior design so i'm like man if they get together they're gonna have like a fixer-upper type show together mm-hmm. on hgtv me um So then they go, and they're riding horses. The horses aren't cooperating. It's super awkward. You can tell Tyler is not comfortable on the horse. Well, it's like you think that they'd be good at horseback riding, but it doesn't seem like they were had very... I don't know. Maybe that's just a stereotype I had in the back of my mind. And then they have to, like, they have the pickled herring, and Tyler on the interview is like, that is, like, my worst fear is having to eat pickled herring. And then she eats it, so he has to, but he has to spit it out because it's like, I mean, I wouldn't want to eat it. They literally just like bit off a piece of the fish. Like, I mean, it's not really that big of a deal, I but I guess he really doesn't like them. So, I mean, I personally love stuff like that, but yeah, I don't, that's a hard one when it still like is in full fish form with the scales and the bones and stuff. Still, I mean, it's not alive, is it? No, but it might as well be. Really? Uh. I mean, a pickle it, babe. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'm on Team Tyler on this one. I know. We're doing for our anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> when we get married, he'll just have pickled herring for his life. 
He'd be like, now it's time for the pickled herring. Uh, anyway, so when they sit down, like, Hannah is kind of, like, prying for details. And Tyler says that he feels like he's been comparing himself himself to the other guys in relationships in the house. Yeah. And she's like, oh, did that stem from, like, any particular instance or person or, like, what's making you feel that way? And he said that he didn't know. It was just, like, something that happens over time. So then she, like, keeps trying to get him to open up. And he says that he appreciates the digging and that... For him, it was like when things got tough with his parents, they like turned apart and they ended up getting divorced, like during the recession when things got rough. And he didn't want to be like one of those people that did that. Oh, yeah. Like that scared him and he was always scared to be in a relationship because he didn't want to end up like turning away and like yeah, closing off. Like Tyler is pretty much the most genuine person there. At the at this at the point, moment. him and Luke's pretty, I but guess, then, genuine. But also, he's kind of a, I don't know. He's learning, but I feel like for me, there was like some chemistry lacking between the two of them last night. Yeah, Tyler I felt that too. There's a lot of chemistry lacking between all of the contestants, even Jed. I felt like. Yeah, so it was kind of like disconnected for yeah. me. Yeah. But he something he said that I did like was he said I'm thankful for my failures. And, like, when he's failed, like, he's thankful for that. I don't know. It It seems like a cliche to me. I don't know. But I feel like he was at least admitting that he fails. Like, cheesy. It's like a cheesy... uh... But it's, like, it's the opposite of what Luke says. Because Luke is like, oh, I'm perfect all the time. I don't think he says that, but... Well, I mean, when she was trying to get him to open up. He's like, oh, I don't really have any faults. And he's like, you know what? I'm, like, grateful for, like, my failures. Because they help me. So, he obviously gets a date, Rose, as well. And... He said that he was falling in love with her and could get down on one knee someday for her. Mm-hmm. So and that's what they're there to do, right? Yeah, but I feel like there's a difference between saying I'm falling in love with you and being like I'm actually serious about like marrying you. So do you think like all the guys just sit and like brood in their room and think of like awesome one-liners? I'm sure some of them do. Like he's just like, all right, what's a cool thing I could say? Okay, what I'll do is I'll say, I can imagine. Get down on one day, being there for you. <laughs> like, it's perfect, man. It's perfect. It sounds great. <laughs> like, they just look for, like, the perfect opportunity to say that. Yeah. So then Mike gets the last one-on-one date card, and Connor starts freaking out. Because Connor, the only one-on-one he's had is the day that she was, like, sick and in the hospital. And then he went and, like, wrote little notes oh, yeah. from whatever. That was, like, his shining moment. And since then, he, like, pretty much disappeared. So, he's kind of freaking out. He decides to go to Hannah's room. And she tells him that she felt like he had really, like, faded into the background in the group dates. And she would, like, sometimes even forget he was there. And then she says she didn't feel confident with where they were at. And that there's, like, every relationship is so much stronger. So, she can't really see a future with him if, like... Yeah, like she only, just, and she let him go home. She yeah. just started knocking people off this episode. It was pretty far out. Yeah, so like, before we get to Mike's one-on-one, I want to tell you guys about our sponsor for this episode, which is Smart and Sexy Swimwear. I like Smart and Sexy because they know that not everyone has the same wants and needs when it comes to swimwear, but no matter your shape or size, your swimsuit should always accentuate your assets. 
That's why Smart and Sexy designs fashionable swim pieces that highlight what you love most about your body. They have bra size swim, st- swim tops to lift and shape and minimum to full coverage bikini bottoms. And they also have flattering one pieces that look good on every body. The best part is Smart and Sexy Swimwear is all under $28 and comes in over 50 sizes. You can get the look you want without going broke. I love my Smart and Sexy Swimwear and I feel like everyone, whenever I put it on, is always complimenting me. Yeah, I, I like it. It looks really good. And I have like a crocheted like longer length tankini with cute little shorts and I think it's pretty adorable. And if you want to get something fun from Smart and Sexy, you can go to smartandsexy.com and use our code BATCHREPORT for 30% off your first order. Once again, that is smartandsexy.com with the code BATCHREPORT. Awesome. Yeah. So. Mike's one-on-one. Mike's one-on-one. Big brother. <laughs> yeah. Big so, brother Mike. So they go on like a drawing slash art date where they draw each other and then get drawn and everything. Yeah. Still getting a brotherly vibe. Yeah. From him. Super. Um, and he really seemed to like the art and she really seemed to like the art. Like, so it she was I, like crying. Right. So I feel like, like, oh no, I feel like the date was very well suited to both of them, but there just still was no chemistry between the two. Yeah. It's um, just, it's too bad really. But. So she's like in the room, like crying over the art. Which is weird. There was like Catherine the Great with a sword and all these men fighting behind her. And that's how she felt in that moment, I guess, was like all the guys are just fighting. Well, she's like, I don't know. So. Oh, she related it back. Yeah. So she's crying over the art. And then she's like, I don't know if I can look his family in the eye next week. Like his mom and his sister and his grandma. So. His grandma. So she kind of relays that to. grandma. She relays that to Mike. And he basically said. That he didn't know what to say, but thank you for being honest. And then she said it was her hardest goodbye so far. Uh-oh. And he said she took a dagger and stabbed me in the heart. But I, I feel like that was, like, so dramatized. Like, when he's yeah. in the limo or whatever, like, leaving, it was like, well, like, he knew he wasn't going to be the one she chose. Like, I fully believe he knew it wasn't him. Um... I think, like, I think rejection hurts. I think for yeah. her, it was, like, if it really was the hardest goodbye, it was because she respects Mike a lot as a person, and not because she saw a future with Mike, but because it was, like, yeah. I don't want to hurt this person because they're, like, a really He's good, like, genuine person. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, I mean, that date... Rejection hurts, you know? Yeah. Like, even if it's somebody that, like... You may have not had a lot of chemistry with, or I don't know. It's like, at least he didn't fake it and just try, you know? Yeah. Like, fake try. Like, remember Cam? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Like, over-the-top Cam. Who we're going to see on Bachelor in Paradise in a few weeks, so. We're going to see if he's doing better. We can look forward to that. So then, we get the three-on-one, which is Luke... Peter and Garrett. And. Yeah. This is kind of an interesting thing that happened. Yeah. So. I feel Luke had like a decent chat with Hannah. He did call out a few of the men for being like kind of bullies in the house. 
I know, but, but then after, it's like... after they got past talking about that, I feel like they had a really good talk. Well, remember Garrett? He's, like, going off. Well, then, Garrett basically only talks about Luke all the time. And I hate how smug Garrett is, and I want to punch him. That's what I wrote in my notes. Yeah. Um, Surprised Garrett didn't go home, honestly. It was Garrett versus Luke again. Um, Luke says your words are meaningless, and... Luke drops baloney in Garrett's lap, and then it's really Garrett puts silly. baloney on Luke's face, and then said he fed me a bunch of baloney. <laughs> I don't like, know. It was really weird. It was like this weird thing, and then in the like deleted scene at the end, it just shows them staring back and forth at each other, and back and forth, and then Garrett's eating like five pieces of bologna on top of each other and just eating them and then it goes back to Garrett again and he has like eyes cut out of two pieces of bologna but on his face and they were just really into the bologna this episode <laughs> um so this is the first time we've talked about Peter since some news broke last week right after our episode of Peter actually breaking up with his longtime girlfriend to come on the bachelorette which is funny because remember last week we were like oh, oh no remember we were like yeah. peter did not discuss his ex-girlfriend very well yeah so we were like oh maybe they weren't together very long now and now like, we find uh, out it's because they broke up because he went on the show so, so he's not he, gonna be of like of course he doesn't want to talk about it he's not gonna be like oh we broke up so i could be here mm -hmm. so i don't know it made me feel like he's really like secretly sleazy and now every time I look at him, that's what I think of. Because I would be really pissed if Andrew just broke up with me to go on The Bachelorette. Well, I feel like he didn't have a lot going for him anyway. Like, except for that he was a pilot. But mm -hmm. it's like, he's like kind of a meeker person. Like, he I doesn't mean, have a ton of bravado. And so it's like, you least... wanted to believe that he was just a genuinely good person. But now you're like... Oh. Which, like, maybe it's easier to hate Jed because, like, his parents pay his rent and he's a singer and a songwriter. Like, I mean, Jed's expect... kind of a sleazebag, too, right? No, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. you expect Jed to be sleazy. Kind of. I in a expect, sense, like... I, I don't know. I think in our very first episode, in our initial reactions, I think I said, oh, but he's a singer-songwriter and the singer-songwriters from Nashville on this show seem to end up being a little bit sleazy. And they end up sleeping around a lot post-show yeah. with other people. It makes me feel so... good about myself. Yeah, yeah. You'd, so. you'd be a real catch on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't be a good catch if I went on the show because because I'm you would you. So yeah, but I mean, otherwise. Yeah. Um. So you know, they make me feel good about myself. So they're going through this whole thing, and he's like, "I've never met anyone like you before," and I'm like, "You have a freaking girlfriend you just broke up with like yeah. two days before going on this show. Like, shut your mouth." And it's like, no, it duh, you haven't met anyone like this because you've never done any of this stuff that you're doing. You know, like since like, when was the last time you were in Amsterdam and could afford to go on all these? Well, expensive he did endeavors. just go to Europe with a girlfriend just like two months before the yeah, show started filming. So, so apparently, he's, I mean. He's, that's super sleazy. <laughs> but, like, I feel like Hannah is very excited and happy when she's around Peter. So I do feel like she, like, her mood changes when she's with Peter compared to, like, Garrett. I don't know. I didn't feel the fire between them this time. In fact, I felt the fire between Luke, I feel like, had a good run. And then, I think Tyler did okay, but... Okay, so then Peter gets the first date, ro or the first of the date roses. And then she is wine with Garrett and Luke and says, we are not talking about drama. 
like cut it out. Yeah. Which I feel like she says all the time. But I noticed when they sat down to have the wine, she went in to hug Luke first. Oh. And I feel like that kind of says something. What does it say? I don't know, but like if she was more excited to see Garrett there, she probably would have hugged Garrett first. Hmm. And then, so first she talks to Luke alone and he opens up about like sex and drinking and he tells Hannah his he was a sex shower addict. story <laughs> where he was like, oh man, I used to just be chasing sex all the time. And then I was in the shower and I saw God and he told me to just let it go. Hey. And I was like. Yeah. You're most vulnerable in the shower. That's why. I'm like, what was he doing in the shower when he I saw know. it? You know, God. that's why in that, <laughs> that movie, uh, Albert, Alfred Hitchcock, Hitchcock's uh, film. Psycho. Psycho. She uh, gets attacked in the shower. Yeah. Where she's most vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, luckily Luke didn't get attacked in the shower. He got attacking heaven. from God. He, he saw a glimpse of heaven. God came down and said, you know what? There's like 8 billion people on this earth. I think I need to have a talk with you, though, about your sex life. Because <laughs> it's so destructive. Okay. So then she has the one-on-one talk with Garrett, who's like, oh, I'm comfortable with you meeting my family. I love you, which I feel like the I love you was like that last straw, like pitch effort to like, oh yeah, try to get himself to stay because I feel like he thought if he said that he loved her, that she would want to keep him around. Yeah. And I guess it made it harder for her. Yeah. But she still said, bye-bye Garrett. Yeah. Like you're out. Which I think was pretty good because like he could have just not gave Luke any crap and then focused on himself yeah because i don't think garrett's a bad person when he focuses just on like him and hannah yeah but he just brings up the luke drama every two minutes all the time like he cannot help himself i know and i'm just like you're blowing it okay so then they showed us the scenes for next week where it's hometowns so she gets to go home to all the guys different places and check that out and um during the same clip, you see a glam, a glimpse of Fantasy Sweet Week, and you see her and Jed like in a windmill, like him with his guitar or whatever. And then it cuts to a scene with Luke being like, "Oh well, if you slept with any of the other guys here, I should just leave." Yeah, and I mean, she, this was kind of a long time coming because we keep seeing little yeah. snippets about this. So, so then you hear her say. Well, I have had sex, and you can't tell me what to do, whatever. We did and, in a windmill. Yeah. So, we all know that she sleeps with Jed. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, and then... Like, how, did she, how could you feel good about that? So, more about Jed. So, last week we mentioned that he had that She's girlfriend back home. She's got the scoops on Jed. Well, then, during an interview that Reality Steve did with um, the ex-girlfriend... I guess we can call her the ex-girlfriend now, because they're obviously not still dating... He asked her if she knew about the girl that he slept with right before they had gone to Europe together. Oh, man. So then she found out, like, during a live interview that he had cheated on her before going on the show. And I'm like, I just hate Jed more and more. And the fact that now she's going to his hometown where his parents knew he was dating this girl because they helped fund that vacation. Yeah. To Europe with his girlfriend. And then... 
like, or not, maybe it wasn't Europe. Maybe they went to the Bahamas. Wherever they went. They went on vacation. Hawaii? Somewhere. You know what? The parents Just the point is, is this. And now she's going home to meet his parents, who obviously know he just had a girlfriend. The point is this. And like, Lindsay said before we started this batch report that she wasn't going to look up any gossip outside of the actual okay. show. But guess what? Every day, she's on there. It just pops up on the news. It just pops it's up. I'm like, it hasn't popped up news. in my news. It hasn't Every time up. I log on to social media, there's another article that comes out. And it's really annoying. I'm just but I, Okay, here's the thing, though. Every time I think I know who she picks in the end, I then find out that I'm wrong or I might be right, or I might be wrong. I feel like they're throwing out a lot of speculation about different things that happen to th- try to throw people off. I just wonder what she's going to be able to live with, like, if she heard about that. Oh, well, she had a string of tweets the other day. See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hannah had a string of tweets the other day about how mad she was, but she didn't say about what. She just said she was really angry and that she wants to take archery lessons and <laughs> become like Wonder Woman, Katniss Everdeen, whatever. And um, someone asked her if she'd heard of like going to a rage room where you just get to smash stuff. Yeah. And she said, no, but I need to look into that. Yeah. So she's obviously really pissed. About something. Yeah. So. Yikes. I mean, I think the next couple weeks on this show are just going to be a blast to watch. Yeah. But also heartbreaking to watch. But... I'm like, did Jed come out with any music? Oh, God. <laughs> comes out with an album. But the Mintel All episode this season and the After the Final Rose, I think, are going to oh, be gonna crazy. Be really nuts. Crazy. So, tune in next week on The Batch Report.